Church, this is exciting. Thanks. For those who don't know me, my name is Jeremy Hetzel. I'm the director of student ministries here at Family of Christ. It is a joy to be with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. For those who didn't clap, that's okay. Um, so this morning, we have a very special Sunday for you because we have students who are going to be sharing with you some of our experiences on trips this summer. And we're going to tie it in with the incredible things that God does through his grace and how his grace through us can touch and connect with the world around us. But since I'm a youth pastor, I thought it would be fun to start with a little game. So, this is going to be discussed between yourselves. So pick someone near you that you like and you want to talk to. But what I want you to decide is between these three pictures, which one best represents something that connects all of us? Humanity, what connects us best? Go. Have your decisions made? All right, if you think it is the glass of water, raise your hand. Did someone look at the answers? Um, cotton candy? There you go. Um, dice? All right, we'll start from the back. If you thought it was dice, why did you think it was dice? Shout out an answer, if you picked dice. Chance, because we play with each other? I like that. Good. Um, if you thought it was cotton candy, why? Because it connects all of us? Because it's gooey and it gets over everyone? Gotcha. Um, water. Why'd you pick water? Kids sitting up here in the front. Did you see my next slide? Next slide. Water was the correct answer, because we're all made of water. So if you picked water, congrats. 57 to 60% of our bodies are made of water on average. All right, so I thought that one might be too easy, so I figured we'd do one more. <clears throat> so look at the pictures, decide which one you think connects all of us. All right, who thinks it's books? Four of you like to read, awesome. Um, 
the dirt, grass, cloud, sky. Okay. Um, kitty cats. Awesome. All right, if you thought they were the cats, why? Because they're cute. I don't know that the whole world is cute, y'all. Because why? Why, kitty? Because we hate them? Did I hear that? Oh, my bad. I heard that wrong. Um, dirt. Dirt, why dirt? Whoa, preach. Preach. We all came from dirt, and we're going back to dirt, right? And uh, how about books? Why books? <laughs> yeah, because it takes forever to get through school. We all have to go through it. That's good. All right, the correct answer in my mind was dirt. Nailed it, the preacher over there. Good job. So today, we are talking about things that connect all of us. And we're not just talking about water and dirt, we're talking about grace. And a lot of times when we think about grace, we don't think about, oh, that connects all of us. But we're here to talk today about how grace does connect or has the potential to connect us with everyone around us. But before we get to that, I want to share a little bit about our mission trips. So you saw the slideshow. We take two trips every year. And we use an organization called Leader Treks. So Leader Treks is this incredible organization that decided students can lead now. So instead of going on a mission trip, an adult saying, we're going to build a deck, y'all. So grab a hammer and hammer right there. Instead, what Leader Treks says is, students, you're in charge, so you tell us what to do. And they train and equip our students to lead on the worksite. But not only on the worksite, they train our students to lead ministry. So we spend four to five months before we go on our trips planning a three-day VBS, two hours a day. And we pick two student leaders to plan all that. So they plan the theme, they plan the schedule for those two hours, they assign students to each team, they say, uh, you're going to be on crafts, you're going to be on the drama group, you're going to be on skits, which is drama group, um, you're going to be on um, Bible study, etc. And they do all of that planning. And then our students go and they lead. So for me and other mentors who go on the trips, this is like awesome. Because we show up and we go, what do you want me to do? And as long as they like us, then they give us good jobs. But if they don't, then they give us dirty jobs. But all that to say, our students lead. And you are going to see from our students today the incredible growth that happens when you are in charge and when you are expected to fulfill things. It's really exciting. So, um, we took two trips this summer. Our first trip was to Pauley's Island, South Carolina. We took 16 students. This is the team right here. And the students that went to Pauley's, we built a ramp for a lady who, um, she lived next door. She had like honorary grandsons that lived in the trailer next door and she couldn't ever get into their house because she didn't have a wheelchair ramp. So we followed up from a team behind. They had put in the posts and we finished up the ramp and we put in some railings. And we also led VBS at Teach My People, which is an after school program. And we had about 50 kids that were wired. So you'll hear a little bit about that. And then the Arizona team, 
they went to Hauk, Arizona, which is on the Navajo Reservation, and there is nothing around. If you saw the, the video, and there is nothing. It was like, what, 30 minutes you had to drive to get anything? So it was a long trip. And this team built um, some concrete pad for someone else who was in a wheelchair who had trouble getting into their house and also led a VBS. So it was a really powerful experience. I want you to hear from some of our students. So Jacob, could you come on up, buddy? What a beautiful day it is. Okay, so my name is Jacob, and I was blessed to go this summer on a mission trip to South Carolina with Leader Treks. And the cool thing about Leader Treks is that they're different from other mission trip things. Uh, they take 45 minutes every single morning and devote it to God. So we get that word of God every single morning. And you, like, start remembering lessons throughout the day, and this is really helpful. You begin to develop this little voice in your head that's like, hey, you should go over and talk to that person. And it's like, want to. Um, it tells you to do crazy things, but you would not regret doing them. Um, this helped me a lot at uh, VBS. Um, I was very scared going into it. I had no clue what I was doing. I like avoided children at all costs, and I was like, God, what do I do? I'm scared. And he was like, trust in me. I was like, all right, I don't know what else to do. So I trusted in him. And uh, we got, I, my job was to lead around third and fourth graders to each of the different stations. So we got there and it is crazy. Like, it's the Olympics in there. They have more energy than Olympians. <laughs> like, they are relaying around the room for crafts, and then we just want them to sit down. <laughs> um, and I was so nervous, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. God, what do I do? He was like, there's a kid over there. He's crying, go talk to him. I don't wanna talk to him. What if I make him cry even more? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I went over and talked to him. And I learned that his name was Gabe, and he was a little bit different from the other kids. Um, he liked to act like a dog, and, uh, which is perfect because I love dogs. It was like a match made in heaven. <laughs> um, and his attitude completely changed, and we started talking about the lesson. He was getting excited about David and Goliath, and that was awesome. And this small group started to develop around me and Gabe. And you could tell they were all different, and they wanted to learn about VBS. They wanted to learn about God's grace and love. And this snowballed throughout the week. We started getting more and more and more. And it, my little group was like the eye of the storm throughout the entire week. It is pure chaos. And then there's like these little saints learning about children, <laughs> learning about God. I was so happy about that. Um, and they, they changed me too. I learned a lot from them. Uh, one girl in particular, her name was Chloe. She was very quiet. She didn't like to talk to anybody. She didn't like to talk to the adults or any of the other kids. But she was my little personal pal. And like... We held hands from each station, and she would ask questions about, like, how big is Goliath? And I would say, that tree. She's like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> and it was absolutely awesome, because she was so excited to learn about God. And it was just with me that she wanted to ask the questions with. But um, eventually, we had to leave. And that was very sad for me, to leave my eye in the storm. Um, and we were talking with our group leader. Her name is Taryn. And she's been with them all summer, so she's seen them grow, each student individually. And she, she said, it is super sad that we can only be here for three days, because it is astounding how much they grow in like the span of this summer and how much they change. And she told me, like, Chloe, she would speak to no one this entire summer. And she chose me to speak with. And that just melted my heart. I started crying so much. 
Um, I loved it so much. And all of this would have not happened if I hadn't listened to that voice in my head that said, go sit with that kid in the corner. And it was awkward for a little bit too, but it snowballed into something amazing. And so what I learned, oh, and like God had called me to be a teacher now. Like I went from hating children to wanting to be a teacher. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Um, so what I learned is that listen to the voice of God. Don't worry about what could happen. You don't know what could happen. That's God's plan, his job to worry about. So listen to that voice. We are, like the song said, we are called to be followers, not leaders. Listen to the voice, trust in God. Thank you very much. We, we dabbed a bunch while we were in Polly's. Um, thanks, buddy. So I hope you caught what Jacob said right at the beginning. He said that we spend 45 minutes every morning in quiet time. Now, I know that when I'm here at home, it's hard to find 45 minutes of quiet time. And I know if I asked our students just regularly any day, hey, tomorrow, spend 45 minutes in God's word, they'd be like, uh, well, I'll do 10. But to spend 45 minutes every morning, it was transformational. And that's our first point that I really want us to take home today. That if we want to live a life where God's grace can flow through us and connect to the world, we've got to connect with God. We've got to be intentional about it and we've got to make it a priority. And when we do do that, then we'll be brave so that we can do other things. Like Jacob, teach, talking to little kids that scare him. <laughs> until he realizes, oh, no, this is what God's called me to do. This is what God's equipped me to do. It's super cool. All right, let's hear from another student. Heather, come on up. Hi, everybody. I'm Heather. Um, I also went to Polly's Island. I'm a junior at Peyton High School. Um, one thing that I really took away from this trip was building relationships. The biggest thing on any mission trip, aside from serving and growing closer with God, is to grow closer with your teammates. So we try to be really intentional about that. We always have intentional conversations. That's one of the biggest things. So going into this trip, going into any trip really, if you don't know, um, you might know a few people, like you might have a few surface friendships, might see them in the hallway at school, like no big deal. But you come out of this trip a family every single trip that I've ever been on, you come home and it's incredible to see the transformations. You're best friends with these people now. They are your family. Um, I have never had deeper friendships than I have with the people I came home with this year. So that's just amazing. Um, one of the things that we do on the trip to really strengthen our friendships is called beads. So at the end of every day, we do team time and we do encouragement beads. So we take one bead from a bag, there's four different colors, and they symbolize compassion, risk-taking, service, and leadership. So if I saw somebody working through leadership that day, I would give them a red bead for leadership. Um, so every day it's just amazing to show people how you saw God working through them. So like, it's great to get beads, but really the joy that you see on people's faces when you acknowledge 
that they're doing something amazing and God is working through their lives, it's just incredible to see. So that's one of the biggest things like that helped encourage our relationships. And coming home, we've done, we've gone to the mall, we've gone to Sonic, we've done movie nights, we even went ziplining, how cool is that? Um, so that was just amazing and I cannot wait to continue growing in these friendships with the people that I've built, the friendships that I've built with these people, amen. So Heather nailed it. Seeing kids before the trip and after is astounding. And what she said about they spend some time together, but being in a place where you're serving God together, you're talking about your devotions, you are pursuing relationships with one another intentionally, that's for transformational for a group. One of the really special things that we got to do while we were there was Taryn, our trip leader from Leader Trek, said, hey, how about like midweek, I like to send like the group and get some Sonic. Like, just gear up for the end of the week, let's finish strong. And so she said, how about we send the girls on Wednesday? So the girls go on Wednesday and they got drinks. And they sit around and they talk. And what was incredible was one of the girls opened up and was incredibly vulnerable about pain and struggles that she had had in her life. And I wish she was here today because she's, now she's off to school, she's graduated. And that's the crappy part about this job. Um, always saying bye to people every year. Um, but what was really cool to see was how incredible her being vulnerable and sharing herself allowed the rest of the girls to open up. So they came back from this time at Sonic and they're just talking at team time that night about this incredible time and how They'd been vulnerable, and they cried together, and they prayed, and they encouraged one another. And then Taryn was like, boys, you're going tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I am the youth leader, and I'm going to try to get a bunch of teenage males to sit around and talk together. That's uncomfortable. Um, but we showed up, and God was totally present. We, we said, let's just... What's some question you guys want to talk about? We talked about some questions and started answering some questions, and the same thing happened. We had some young men who shared stuff that was in their hearts, stuff that they were scared about, stuff they saw in themselves, places that they struggled, and they shared. And to come home and have those type of bonds is amazing. And so what I want to encourage you today to do is, you don't have to go on a mission trip to do that. You don't. I mean, praise God, we get to get, take kids out of their comfort zone and go do this, but you can do this today. Find someone that you love and trust and be vulnerable with them and share what's going on in your heart. And God will use that to challenge you and stretch you and grow you. So we've got two steps so far. Step one, connect with God. Step two, connect with other believers. And if we're doing those two things, God is going to launch us in some incredible ways. Ben, come on up. Hi. I'm Benjamin. I'm a senior at the Classical Academy, and I went on the Polys mission trip as well. Um, I, along with another student, led the VBS while we were in Polys. I'd like to talk about how God impacted each and every one of us through our intentionality 
uh, over the week of this trip and how we grew as believers in our rock of faith. First, a story about our experience at the first day of VBS. Interesting, as Jacob said earlier. We partnered with a school called Teach My People, a small organization taking in a select few children that needed uh, help over the summer and after school during the year, and providing them with an education and a firm base in God's word. They have so far had nine graduates, eight of which go on to college. It was an awesome place with an awesome goal for all of their students. So, picture, Tuesday afternoon after our work project, this is our first day of VBS, and in comes our group of 20, exhausted, but excited for this opportunity of serving God's children. What came next was surprising, to say the least. We sat outside awaiting kids, and suddenly 50 of them storm our table and uh, sprint over and demand a name tag. And by demand, I mean demand. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted us to hurry up. They pushed each other around. They pushed us around. Uh, they didn't show us much any respect. And it was just surprising to see this because we're so used to the kids in Colorado who have grown up in fairly good homes and to go to a place that didn't really have those good homes was very surprising. So let's jump to the end of the day. We came home and we debriefed during our team time, which was our get together, the time at the end of every night, at seeing what happened and what could be done better the next day. Obviously, VBS was on the list of what could be done better the next day. We really didn't know how to control these kids. We were saddened, but also just in awe at what had happened the day before. By the end of the second day, we were ready to be done. We didn't want to do this anymore. We were hurting badly. But in our journals that night during team time, we put down to pray about tomorrow, to pray hard. Pray for a miracle to happen, pray for relief, relaxation, at least something different to go. Something is all we wanted at this point and we got it. The last day we marched in prepared for hell, prepared for the worst of the worst. We knew these kids wouldn't listen, yet we didn't know. Surprisingly, the last day was filled with happiness and laughter. Many of the problems that had happened the day before had somehow been solved overnight, and we had so much fun with these kids. How? Intentionality from our prayers the night before and making those action steps really made us think about what our Lord can really do. And he didn't fail, not one bit. Sometimes taking a step aside and being intentional about your faith through connecting with others can really help open your eyes to more of what you can see with the help of God. Daily accounting for ourselves and each other really helped us a lot, digging deep to find where, where we could go better the next day. I know that our last day of VBS was very, very humbling for myself, seeing my teammates enjoy what happened and impacted by the grace of our Father. He did this. Our intentionality through prayer and getting to talk with one another throughout the week truly helped us see the little things God was doing in our lives. I'm so glad to have gone on this trip with each and every one of these people sitting here. God is so very good. Thank you. Could I have any of the students who went on one of the two trips stand up? Yeah, that means now. <laughs> All right, this is not the whole crew, but could we give it up for these students?
Thanks. It is a huge blessing to be student ministry director here and get to spend time, lots of time with these guys. So thanks. So to follow up on Ben's point, if we want to live a life on mission, if we want to live a life where our, the grace that God has given us connects to all those around us, in everything we do, we got to do these three things. We got to connect with God, we got to connect with other believers, and we got to connect with intentionality. Intentionality being, God, where are you calling me to serve? What are you calling me to do? Like Jacob was talking about, what, what do I need to listen to? Who, what's God saying to me? What am I supposed to be doing here and now in this moment? Or ministries around town, I'm supposed to be teaming with this, or I'm supposed to be helping here at church. What is God calling you to do? And let's take time to listen to God, to talk about it with friends, and then go do it. These kids, students, paid to go work and to be put in stressful situations where they were in charge. Like VBS, praise God I was not in charge. Because when we met at team time that night, and everyone was saying, yeah, what, 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 what can we do to improve VBS? Everyone looked at Ben and Sarah. And I was like, yeah, Ben, you're in charge, buddy. What are you going to do? But you see, they had to own it. And they had to say, God's called us to do this. What are we going to do? And we prayed. And we made other plans. We split the groups up. Day three, I think it was, um, instead of having a large opening where we had 50 kids running around, we did away with opening. And they just went into rotations. That helped a ton. But it was because we evaluated and we were intentional about, we're here to serve and let's figure it out. Let's do it together. So we as a team want to challenge you to serve God. Be intentional about it. Connect with God. Connect with your belie uh, fellow believers through life groups or some other way. And go serve. Amen.